Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 251, episode 5 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness. It's Friday, August 26, 2022. Friday. Happy birthday to my Shan. big sis, Shannon. Shan. Shannon. Hugh Shannon. It is, of course. What 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 other days are we celebrating? I mean, maybe we just keep it like that, you know. Keep it All like that. It is MC Shannon Shan. O'Brien. Day. Only one thing that happened today. I don't care. I won't even name. Okay, look, there are, it also is National Women's Equality Day. I think that's okay, worth, that's worth that's worth the shouting out for sure. Yeah, I and think National, they did that because it's Shannon's birthday. Exactly, uh, and a couple other things. If you like the cherry popsicles, it's also your day. Wonderful. We're going to talk maybe about another type of popsicle that I don't like. Oh, what brought to you by, here's a little hint, Oscar Mayer. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Take me there. Take me there later. <laughs> well, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. There is a pod called <laughs> TDZ. Oh, yeah. Made in Los Angeles. Oh, he miles. I'm Jack. That old cracked king blippy pooped on the bum. <laughs> Shout out to Fighter of the Night, man. 
Uh, House of the Rising Sun, a.k.a. Oh, and I am thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Damn, what's going on? I feel like my mouth or my, my throat itch. Oh, that's because this itch is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> this itch is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Shout out to Waffle House. Christian potassium allergy. Look, that put, those high potassium fruits, man, get mm-hmm. my throat tingling. And that's, again, it's weird. I'll always pick the avocado over the banana. If I got I'll get like a bump in my lip. If I like, if I eat a burrito or anything or get guac on my lips, my lips will react. Well, you said avocado and banana, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, wow. but for whatever reason, like, I think it's a little more pronounced with avocados. I'll, I power through because I just love them. So mm. there's that. I get that with uh, certain melons. So I, but I know, I know that feeling that like, like where weird, you're like, Man, itchy what? mouth. Yeah. You're like, like my lip got this weird little bump. Like, yeah. And it, I want to bite it. Mm. And then it goes down. Yeah. Well, great, great AKAs. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the very talented activist, comedian, podcaster, yes. and writer. Yes. It's Derek Lemos. Derek. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? I am surviving the yeah. slow apocalypse of just like, you know, being crushed to death by capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> love to hear it. And uh, you're in an interesting studio today. Where are you coming to us from, Derek? From work, baby. Hey, yeah, this is kind it. of a first. I feel like you're working. There's a uh, there's an orientation happening behind you in the in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's it, yeah, if anybody hears anything, that's that's exactly what's going on. Somebody's getting orientated. Hell yeah! And, and the person giving the orientation is YouTube. very. Oh, it's YouTube. Yes. Yeah. And is the uh, is there a big audience that is getting the orientation, or is there a laugh track? Because like they are, they're into the the video. I feel like I'm here. Well, that is all that is all self produced. Oh, okay, got it. All right. I well, like an orientation video with a laugh track. I'd be like, oh, I gotta quit. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off with fake enthusiasm. Yeah. Shit. It's like it's like we already know how bad orientation videos can be. It's like, how can we make this that much worse? Oh, I know, yeah. sitcom style. Man, there's something about yeah. I don't. There's something really. I was. I'm so bad at like paying attention in an orientation video for whatever reason, or like any time like a company's like, hey, you got to watch this training on payola. I'm like. <laughs> I don't, no one dresses like this. No one talks like this. No one interacts like this. Just fucking send me a bulleted list, please. You have to have, you have to follow these security protocols provided to us by a former Mossad agent because there are going to be people trying to get the secrets of your insurance company. Of your your work computer. Here we go. And the, the secret to passing those tests Never pick up a USB drive from the parking lot and put it into your computer. Yep. That's the that's the big one that I got to tell you, hackers, they're on to you. you <laughs> if that's your strategy for infiltrating right. capitalist companies in America, they're on to the uh, there an, there USB another, drive scattered in the company parking lot. There is another like cybersecurity yeah. thing that's like do not keep lists of passwords printed out near your computer and someone had like a fucking like size 72 like 72 point font list of like passwords like taped to their monitor i'm like that's gotta be that's gotta be boomer stuff right yeah probably i don't know i've seen that shit i've seen it and i did it when i was like i have my first job for sure oh, when man, i was I'm, like 
22. I'm, I'm so paranoid. Like, I'm so care. I'm like, it's wild how often I'm like, no, man, like, did somebody fucking see over my shoulder type shit? I remember going to Kinko's, like, because I have a printer to go print stuff. And I'm like covering like my hand over the keyboard as I enter my like Google Mail password because that's oh, how. Man. That's that's my opsec, okay? <laughs> that's that's actually funny. So I lost my wallet the other day, and I was literally like, I think if it, if that had happened ten years ago, I would have had full full blown panic mode. Right. But it was like, whatever, man. It's like I don't have any money anyway. So like, if somebody found it, like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna say you owe money if you try and use those. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck trying to use that at, at Home Depot. <laughs> I keep my passwords all tattooed on my torso now. Memento style. <laughs> yeah. But that's why it's always funny when we go swimming, Jack's like, oh, I can't take my shirt off. Right. I'm like, why? And he keep he, he says it's because he has all his tattoos pass like or passwords tattooed on. I don't know if he's got other secrets out there, but mm. it's always interesting. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to see I don't want you to see my full chest piece that's just your face. Me, you and me, uh, our faces on babies' bodies, on yeah, little babies' bodies, and we're hugging anime style. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? All right, well, Derek, we will get to know you a little bit better yeah. in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Doctor Oz, baby, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, the Oz campaign going up against uh, John Fetterman, mm-hmm. and he's just. An expert in the self-ownage. Self-ownership. Truly, yeah. Using your own, like, not using your opponent's weight against them. Using your own everything against yourself. Just <laughs> tripping all over. Like, he, he is whatever the jujitsu that Mr. Bean was a black belt in. Like, that is <laughs> this man. He can, right. he can trip over himself in new and spectacular fashion. So we will talk about that. We will talk about the... GOP's like stance on like they just all got in line and were ready to windmill on debt forgiveness yesterday. Yeah. They were like, we're back. We can all if there's one thing we can all agree on as a bunch of Christian nationalists, it's that we like debt, aggre- predatory debt. Mm-hmm. Remember when Jesus came through and embraced the debt collector. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, just got to pay your debts or your Yeah. Yeah. And he yelled at all those people. He was like, "You better pay these people. Stop playing with their money. I'm Jesus." That's right. I think that's a direct quote. Yeah, yeah. Some people 6, say it 12. was a parable, but I I think he was being yeah. straight up. We're going to talk about the Malcolm Gladwells of big history and sociology, the your Stevens Pinker and your uh, Sapiens that Yuval Noah Harari, I think is his name. Yeah. Th- those are like the two big books about like big history and they're full of shit. They're all based on this one set of data that is inaccurate and it's it's kind of a kind of a big lie that they're based weren't on. Kind of, so I weren't you kind of fucking that. with that book at first? Or I know you were reading it, right? You read Sapiens? I read Sapiens, yeah. Sa- I mean everybody read Sapiens. Right. Was it off to you at the time of reading it? Yeah. Well it's oh. I read that and P- Pinker also I read because and it was like for this specific thing. I was like, right. well, if Western civilization has any claim to existence, this one thing has to be true, which is that like it's better than the alternative, which is deep, deep in history. And they like both kind of ride with this idea that like 
before, like in prehistory, prehistoric times and like non-agricultural societies, everybody died of like violently. And it's just not true. Like archaeologists are now coming out and being like, that is not the case at all. Well, it's like, like, even if, even if that was the case, it's like, all we have to do is look at a modern society and it's like, is that not happening now? Yeah, right. Right. Like we got that on body cam constantly. They make an appeal to statistics, but it's just their their whole thing, their whole argument is is full of shit. And it's just but they are the most popular like accounts. And so I, I don't know. I want, I want to talk about how kind of vastly mistaken that that whole ideal is. Right. And it's like, I think a right. lot about Western civilization rests on this lie. So I want to talk about it. So we'll talk about all that plenty more. But first, Derek, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Can I talk about that on this show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm. no, I've been honestly, I've been getting into getting into TikTok. Like the amount of information on there that is amazing and relevant, and then the amount of information where it's just like, wow, you really had the confidence to just put that out there for the entire <laughs> world to see and tell you right. that you were wrong. Yeah, it's just is amazing. What kind of stuff you've been searching on TikTok? Well, so there's, I mean, I'm constantly watching a lot of cooking stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, making stuff for 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 the bay, and then there's like political theory and mm-hmm. like dog videos and rug cleaning. Weird, weirdly enough, like it's super soothing. Oh yeah, like the OG, uh, oddly satisfying type. Of yeah. Yeah, just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally a dude just like hosing down dirty ass rugs, oh, taking yeah. a, you know, like a little vacuum to it. And it's mm. like showing the before and after. It's just oh, so soothing. Yeah, <laughs> watching the there's there's this one, and I, I I'm not even on TikTok. I just watch like TikTok videos that get bubbled up on Twitter. But there was one where somebody was restoring like stadium seats with a flamethrower. Oh yeah, did you see that shit? Because like, they're kind of like oxidized, but like yeah, they're they all oxidized hazy. and yeah. like they look just like totally irredeemable. And then they just light them up with a flamethrower (laughs) and they are they turn like cherry red and it's it's the wildest thing it's like how why is that how science works but apparently yeah Yeah, that's amazing it's just like you looking at this thing it's like how do we fix it uh bring in the flamethrower joe like right exactly no other scenario with that with that same sentence work what's a food recipe that you made on tiktok that you fucking with well, I made the tomato feta one, which was which is pretty banging. Oh, the one that everybody was melt like roasting in the oven with like yeah, a block of feta yeah. and tomato. Yeah. But I made one the other day that had like gouda cheese, parmesan, oh. roasted tomatoes, garlic, uh, basil. Like that was amazing. Really? Okay. The one thing I've I, I have a I have so many things bookmarked. The only thing I made was Brazilian limeade. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though, right? Yes, it is good. I'm like, oh, wow, condensed milk up in that too for the sweet condensed milk in yes. limeade. Yes. So it's like a creamy limeade. Yeah. I mean, it's not really creamy. It's I mean, yeah, it's got it's got a little bit of it, obviously, because you're getting a little bit of that uh, sugar and stuff in it. But yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's it tastes great, refreshing, tangy, creamy. You know. Wow. That sounds like I would be into that. I'm a I'm a key lime pie head. Oh, dude, look up the recipe because it's wild. You just you blend it up with water and ice and stuff, and then add condensed milk, and it's, you will be like, oh, huh, uh-huh. huh, huh, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> just lose my mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just keep pointing at that glass. 
Another good cleaning video is a uh, car floorboards you, with the uh, oh, yeah. with one of those massage machines, so it like bangs all the dirt out, and then so it's like a, a Theragun followed by a hand vac, and man, that is one of the most just like meditative, soothing things I've ever witnessed. Yeah, with these with mine eyes. What is something you think is overrated, Derek? I'm gonna say response videos, like. <laughs> I think sometimes we inadvertently out of wanting to like, you know, call attention to some things like some people have built platforms off of obviously saying incendiary things and expecting people to boost their platform. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think obviously the message is, is going to be there because, you know, all of these isms that we deal with on, on a day to day basis, like they make people money. So they're going to be there. But, you know, if somebody's got 118 followers, you don't have to, like, put their comment on blast. Just delete that shit. Right. Yeah. It's like Andrew Tate, I feel like, has become a massive celebrity in the last few weeks from being banned on social media. Yeah. Specifically because people are, like, pointing at this thing and saying, look how, look how fucked up that is. And it's exposing, you know, it's exposing him to a broader audience. Yeah. It's, it's wild how I, I remember just finding just through TikTok, like scrolling and then like of a, a like he was cut into like this weird montage video and he kept like I kept seeing this dude and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then when I saw how his audience was like so young, I was like, oh, shit, that's like that part where I'm like there there comes a point where there is something that is like swirling with a lot of energy for like really young kids yeah. like, and you have no idea as an adult. And then it, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is so fucking bad. Like, yeah, a lot of his followers are like children and young yeah. teens. Yeah. Has he been banned from TikTok? Everywhere. He's gone. Yeah, every platform. Everywhere oh, he's been, So, I mean, this is one case Pretty where quick. I feel like it worked, right? I mean, probably he's going to be on Tucker tonight. Oh, wow. Of course. Yeah, you got Fox to. News is going to give him a show, but still, that's, that, that is limiting his appeal and also taking him away from his favorite demographic of younger people. Because, you know, yeah, you know, 12 year olds love Tucker. <laughs> Do you think it was uh, me calling him a Paul Shear looking motherfucker that really did it and like pushed yeah, it over I mean, the edge? People put an know end to his career. This show is called the Daily Death Blow because one of us <laughs> is delivering one of those nails in the coffins every time. That's verbally. right. I also, my old friend uh, from Cracked, Jason Pargin, is doing some response videos where he just like debunks, like uses that side by side video function and debunks Duet. things. Yeah, on on TikTok that I find like somewhat useful because there's no way you can just what it's not a thing where it's like you watch the video and then you're like well i gotta go see what this thing's all about he just right. like shows you the thing the thing he was he was debunking was <laughs> somebody being like look at the zip tie around my uh daughter's car door handle like that's that's how the groomers oh like, right, try right, and right take you down yeah that is huge right now with so many people making videos oh. of like stuff that left on their car and then connecting it to like being trafficked and it's right. like there are orgs out there and there are survivors out there who are telling you like hey this isn't how that happened yeah it's not and you're right. taking attention away from the people who do their actual work exactly they're right. like yeah you're more likely to get trafficked by somebody that you know right i feel like the next thing they're gonna be like and then i found this hook hanging on my car door handle <laughs> And right. that's how I knew he was right there. Then I found this car door handle in place of my car door handle. What <laughs> that's is the how meaning? I knew. They won't but get me. That it, it is wild how like the cyclical nature of it, like how all these things were, they were like email forwards and then they were 
Facebook memes, and now they're just back on TikTok. Like, how do we feel like TikTok is with regards to monitoring? And like, do do they have enough staff? Like, and are they aggressive enough? I I worry that they're like the most frictionless and the most like yeah, this shit just who TikTok whatever yeah. Oh, like, I mean, they, yeah, they 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 know. I mean, it's like you talk about China. <laughs> Right. It's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we tested the fences there and we're like, okay, so maybe like they'll they'll push back in some places. I mean, there's a lot of fucked up and misinformation yeah. there. So it's yeah, yeah I mean, I there's there's tons of stuff, but it, it, it like I was thinking about this the other day because all all social media does is obviously like push for our information. Like how how much information, how much data can we mine from these individuals so that right. way advertisers can sell them shit. And so even with stuff that's controversial, I think it a lot of it gets a pass specifically because it's considered like engagement, mm-hmm. you know, and they can like learn more about our, our spending habits. Right. You know, right now there's a, the, the real, the new, like a conspiracy thing is like people on Google maps looking around like Texas, where there's like these places that are referred to as like aquariums. Like there's like HR aquarium, EC aquarium. They're like, these are, these are like traffic nodes. Mm hmm. Derek, what's something you think is underrated? Harvey Guillen from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that dude, like, the, there were a couple photos that came out the other day. I think he was at an award show and just, like, super high femme, you know, very glittery. And the buy in me was just like, yes, I want it. <laughs> and then they even, like, folded that into the show with, like, his sexuality. Right. But, like, he's got great comedic timing. I hear really good things about the librarians, the, sh- the show, but I, I'm not going to watch a show about magicians or librarians. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like, you're like, my excitement line. only goes to I'm a point. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch a show about librarians. Wait, what's that? Or what's magicians? the like? Yeah, make what's the that? Dewey Decimal System dangerous. Mm. Wait, he's in a show called The Librarians? Yeah, it was oh. on, uh, I think, Sci-Fi Network. Or you mean The okay. Magicians? No, 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 The Librarians. Because uh, oh, my, my partner is keeps urging me to, like, we got to watch this afterwards. I'm like, oh. I will watch a handful of episodes, but I'm drawing the line after, like, five. Mm. I, this is wild. On his Wikipedia page, it says Harvey Guillen. He had, his name is Javier, but he went by Harvey because, quote, his teachers could not pronounce his first name. Oh, damn. Oof. That's so. This dude isn't lives in Orange County. That's the most racist shit ever. You you you're really doing yeah, that, that shit is, in Southern California. That's willful mispronunciation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is not Oof. trying. Man, that show is so funny. I just I just watched a clip of <laughs> of uh, Matthew Barry saying you you are truly are the biggest bastard in New York City. That uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's just one of the great line deliveries of all time. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Let's uh let's take a quick break and we will be right back to talk about Dr. Oz. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon just $25 per month. Taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. 
Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And Dr. Oz, the meme war between John Fetterman and Dr. Oz in the Pennsylvania Senate race is both magical and not a war. Discuss no. amongst yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it uh, is a, I'm getting verklempt talking about it. I mean, yeah, it's been great. You know, on one side, you have a Gen Xer with a bit of wit and edge to him and John Fetterman. And on the other, you have um, fucking Dr. Oz, uh, one of the <laughs> most hilariously out of touch candidates we've seen in a while. We talked about, you know, that one ad recently where he's like, what's inside John Fetterman's head? And it was like a bong and like yeah. literally loose screws. Like in yeah. a pile, <laughs> like yeah, it like Sanders. springs open, and it's like a doing. Wow, this guy's got real. some ideas. Straight and everyone's up. just like, "This isn't this shit is not moving the needle." And then 
we also even saw too how constantly, right? We've seen like when he entered, people were like, oh, this is interesting. Now we have a TV candidate trying to do a Trump thing. And people were like, oh, this could be a race. And slowly, every week, he's just been digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper where people are like, oh, shit, we got a real winnability problem in Pennsylvania. We got a candidate <laughs> quality issue here. Winability. Sideshow Bob and a yard full of rakes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I've been saying for years that my favorite basketball team, the Philadelphia 76ers, their main thing is a winnability issue. (laughs) They just don't something about the everything except winnability. And then with the to start things off, there was crudit the crudite video when he's like, Hey, I'm here at Wegner's. I got this. I'm trying to put a crudite together for my wife. What's this? Head of broccoli, three bucks. What the heck? Asparagus, 1995. Guacamole, four bucks. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is this dude like fucking assembling right now? Right. And Didn't know that vegetables are bought by the pound. Yeah. By you're the like, pound, sir. Where do you holding... guys keep the, the, the Iberico ham? Right. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine he went there and he's like, I prefer Hamoni Iberico uh, more than a, a, the Parma prosciutto. And I'll tell you why. Because the black ho- cloven hooves of the Iberian hogs, they, they have a better uh, nut, nut-based diet anyway. Uh, don't ask why I know that shit. But this banana cost two ninety nine. What the yeah. heck? <laughs> he, I was like, bro, you got to weigh that shit. You know, you put that in a bag and then that's that's not the price of each individual head of broccoli. But OK, go off, King. And to kick things off, right, this a lot of people are like, damn, this is so out of touch. For starters, he called the place Wegner's. The place is called Redner's. And everyone's like, yo, Wegman's, right? Yeah. You, you think you in New York again. Right. Or some shit. You in the big city or whatever. You Because I know they're all over the Northeast, but he's conflating the two and combining them. Whatever. Right. He yeah. then, again, by uh, being displaying his out of touch, you know, this with the terrible cost, sort of the prices that he was ascribing to each item. People were like, what the fuck? And then you had John Fetterman just be like, yo, look at this fucking herb. Like, was the energy? <laughs> this is the energy of the campaign. This Fetterman comes in and goes. This motherfucker called a veggie tay crudite. <laughs> and everyone was tray. like, Yeah, this guy's a fucking loser. He ain't boo. You're from Jersey. Get the fuck out of here. And Oz had no response to this. Like, it was like one of the he best. He had a like, response. It wasn't a good one. Well, okay. It was wild because at first he said it and it, nobody was really saying shit. He put out a couple other weird ads like, yo, you're kind of he kind of got you with this. This this item is like doing a, like a lot of people are engaging with this in Pennsylvania. And he really had that vibe of like Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore when he's like, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> right. And Shooter's like, no, like that's kind <laughs> of what Oz is like the campaign's posture is was like after this was said. And so he first tried to go on, uh, do a little bit of damage control on Newsmax. Newsmax was very welcoming and said, hey, man, if you want, come on the show and you can talk about this, you know, crudite, crudite fucking flub uh, head on. All he says, like the guy sets him up. He's like, and, you know, we've got to talk about the Wegner thing. You know, what, do you want to explain to the people like what that was about? Like such a fucking underhander. And then he gives this answer. Just for those watching in Pennsylvania, you know how particular many people are about their groceries. What happened with Wegmans and Wegners? Can you explain that to them? Yeah, I was exhausted. <laughs> when you're campaigning 18 hours a day, you've, listen, I've gotten my kids' names wrong as well. I don't think that's uh, a measure of someone's ability to lead the Commonwealth. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, you're running for federal office. Is yeah. he running for governor? Was no, he? no, he's running for federal op- Whatever. You know, I get it. You know, it's just. 
I mean, I, I get it rhetorically. <laughs> trying to do right. but fine. Um, and despite all of that, he still felt the fucking need to have a comeback after being absolutely pwned so thoroughly by that whole like, yo, this dude don't even know what a veggie tray is. This is what his camp, his senior communicate comms advisor came out and said as a quote to the press, quote, if John Fetterman had ever eaten a vegetable in his life, then maybe he wouldn't have had a major stroke and wouldn't be in the position of having to lie about it constantly. Wow. Uh, okay. Very classy move uh, from the campaign. Just go after the man's health and fucking body. That, that'll pull well as Mr. Hollywood doctor, just giving out uh, unsolicited advice from your campaign. So this has now compounded the issue because a lot of people are like, oh, why'd you even why'd you even try and be like, yo, this dude had a fucking stroke. He's so sloppy with it. They're like, that's not a fucking response anyway. So now he's officially in double digit L territory. The latest polling has him down 13 points and only 62 percent of Republicans said that they plan on voting for him. Uh, because they're like, this guy is not a fucking Republican and he doesn't understand Pennsylvania. And he did try and go back to Newsmax again because all of these stories have, you know, we we saw last week Mitch McConnell was saying, you know, I don't know if we, we're going to win the Senate necessarily because we have a candidate quality issue. And that was pretty much directed at Dr. Oz, probably J.D. Vance, a few other people. But like, it's clear when asking, like, those are the sort of big fucking L's that are sort of on the horizon. And so Oz goes on Newsmax again and the the host there was like, he wasn't talking about you, right? It's like, he was talking about you, right. but this is how Dr. Oz tries to spin the low quality candidate fucking talking point. Well, I tell you, I've been talking to him continually. Mitch and what he, the point he was trying to make, I think, is that it matters that we're high quality, but he's put $34 million into my campaign. Wait, huh? The point he was trying to make is that we're high quality. He said you know, we have this? a we have a quality a candidate quality problem. This is what he said. This is this is Mitch McConnell's words. Just so you know, this is what he said in terms. This is the quote: "Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome." <laughs> when they said, "Wait, so why not? We how come we're not going to take the Senate?" Candidate uh, quality, candidate, yeah, candidate quality, got a lot to do with it. Damn. So, and that's what he means. He he means we got to be quality. That's not. Wait, I think what he what he was trying to say is we got. Is it matters that I'm high quality? No, he, I don't think someone's asking why you're losing, and he said candidate quality, sir. The best, and he goes, he gave me all this money, and they're the right wing media sphere is doing everything they can to prop this guy up like Hannity was like I'm gonna sue John Fetterman because he's a liar that's none of this shit is working he went on Maria Bartiromo's show again and they replayed the same shit she's like yo Mitch McConnell's talking spicy man like what the fuck's up with that uh and here again he sort of goes on the same talking point people were a little taken back the other day when mitch mcconnell comes out and says well it's probably 50 50 we're, we're not going to win because we have some bad candidates was he talking about you <laughs> yep he was not and i'll tell you he, he he expressed himself quite clearly with his pocketbook he's put 34 million dollars into my race yeah, that's that's called and I'm a sunken still getting cost. my ass kicked, Maria. <laughs> it's called a sunken cost fallacy, my man. <laughs> that's, that's I do love the fact that like this particular place in, in Pennsylvania is just 
they, you know, they may swing conservative from time to time. I don't really know their voting patterns, but it's like they can they can sniff out authenticity. Yeah, and like like any other established politician, I'm trying to think of the of of one who had the same sort of faux pas of just being completely out of touch. I mean, like, mm. remember that one Beto O'Rourke Vanity Fair cover? That kind of, right. I remember, that was a bit of a misstep. But at least Beto right. O'Rourke, when you, like, get him talking, sounds like a human being who yeah. has interacted with human beings. 100%, but I mean, that was a moment where he yeah. tried to play a folksy. And yeah, yeah. People oh, were like, nah, brutal. fam, you ain't got no broke down truck. <laughs> yeah, with, with him, like, with him, like, playing the drums and being, like, cool dad you want to have a, an affair with, yeah. like, that was working for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he... Dr. Oz like has this thing where he is both acting like he's above it while getting his ass <laughs> yeah. eaten up in the street. God, like yeah, just food. getting his ass kicked food, while man. he's like, okay, this is a street fight. I mean, like the, the, his whole demeanor is so like also like he has gone from being like America's doctor to now like he his persona that he's like putting on in this campaign is like very dumb and makes it seem like oh I wouldn't even want that dude for to be my doctor like yeah. he used to be like one of I don't know he he is well, well, it's, it's a blast it Jack, is truly so fun to watch please don't bring his medical record into ill repute because I just Oh, wait, this is just in according. This is not a joke. According to leaked emails, this motherfucker was pushing Jared pandemic savior Kushner and Dr. Deborah Burks to rush hydroxychloroquine trials in March of 2020. He was wow. the one pushing them. Yeah. So this man, I mean, they should use that to be like, yo, bro, this guy was the dude who was trying to get y'all to take horsey paste. Mm. Does that help now? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all. It's night night, I think for for that one, barring some kind of uh, terrible election interference. But yeah, it's it, it's just it's yeah. also fun to see all the pundits on the right be like, yeah, I mean, he's got to figure something out. Oz has to figure something out. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't seem to be able to switch gears. Like every time he gets criticized, he just gets like he just defensive. like doubles down yeah. on this like weird defensive slash I'm above this slash. Like, look how much money I have. You know that, like, how much money getting is getting funneled into your campaign is not something to brag about when people are like, hey, so why are you getting your ass kicked so bad? They yeah. gave me $40 million. What do you mean? And like, well, still? No, that's what we... Really? Wow. That's where our curiosity comes from, my guy. Yeah, right. You're getting fucking rinsed. It's like, mm. are, is the is spending directly related to your sinking polling numbers? <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. you should stop. And, and yeah, that's like he they just didn't he is good in on the TV, like with a script that is yeah. written by the people who he uh, unceremoniously fired or just like was <laughs> like, ah, this. sorry, guys, show's coming to an end. Thanks for the 15 years and for giving me a massive like celebrity. And now he's out on his own and he's just an unlikable dipshit who like has no qualities that make him a good candidate, but he had tricked himself with, with celebrity. Celebrity yeah. is a hell of a drug. And he had tricked himself into thinking that he was just going to be able to get out here and Dr. Oz's way out of here. And it's like, yo, you had a team of 20 writers who were working around the clock to make you look good. And you just ended their careers <laughs> or like, you know, just dropped them. 
Yeah. And now you're fucked. You don't have would, anything, man. It'd be great if like it's hilarious to watch. It'd be great it. if some of his writers started working for Fetterman. They're like, yo, man, you, I could write some ads for you. Right. I can do some Twitter clapbacks for you if you want. Oh, you're like, you know, God. this motherfucker got 10 houses, right? <laughs> if I was Fetterman, that would be my first move. It's like, what yeah. do you have on him? I'm like, right. yo, you want to work for me? I got a job for you. Yeah. Like, come at this dude sideways. I give yeah. you permission. Yeah. Everything from, you from got. From doctor to magician. It's like, who wants to watch me set $40 million on fire? Yeah. <laughs> Just there was this early like art uh, a journalist like wrote something that was like mildly critical of dr oz and like then he i i had a sense that this campaign was not gonna work out that well when he and his wife called the journalist and then like left her a voicemail and then left the phone like open <laughs> left the phone line open forgot to hang up and we're like this bitch <laughs> like just <laughs> oh, like shit. really i just showing that this exact energy of like being not think- thinking that like anybody who dare criticize them like right. needs to be dealt with and also just being like dumb, just like not having anything interesting or of substance to say in response. Just like yeah. being it's it's not just such a show Bob energy. Them. He's also Gabo, the fucking puppet. Who's yeah. like, ah, all these kids are SOBs. And they're like, <laughs> maybe what? it's the kids who are wrong. <laughs> Anyways, truly, like, I, I will continue to watch. We will continue to follow this because it's just oh, yeah. great, fucking great mess. entertainment. It's, I just love to see somebody with that, like, the confidence of a millionaire thinking, like, because they're a millionaire, they're, like, they fucking got it all figured out and they have their, like, welcome to earth moment. I still right. don't think he's realized it because, I mean, who knows? He's probably going to go slithering back to try and have a TV show after this, but right. see. Maybe I'll have one on Newsmax. Yeah. But I do think this this has to be like sinking his esteem in the eyes of like most people yeah. everywhere. I can't I can't imagine this is good for the brand. Yeah. Bad for the brand. Speaking of bad for the brand, the GOP, uh the GOP response to Biden doing a little little uh student debt relief was to be like too much. Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck helping people Ugh. just kind of across the board, except Trump, yeah. who he's never going to argue with debts being forgiven since he is the debt king. But yeah, for the most part, bad luck for Republicans. They, well, you know, they they finally found a thing to coalesce around. Right. Because we talked about before with the Mar-a-Lago raid, everybody had a different take. They didn't know what the fuck to say. They didn't know what was like good or bad anymore. And so with this, they finally like. Big news item. Everybody yell that Biden is doing Biden is doing socialism. And we got that. Like Mitch McConnell's like, this is student socialism. And like other people, fucking Tucker Carlson was calling this shit reparations. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not really much like in terms of news, but I just love how bothered Republicans are by actually helping like by the government trying to help people, even though very incrementally. Versus how they like to do things it's like, well, we like to steal from poor people through wealth redistribution and like terrible tax bills. But I guess so. But here's Tucker, who is starting. He started off being like, OK, maybe there is a student debt problem. But who are we helping? These damn commies who are learning about their fucking bodies and shit in school. Give it to the miners or people who are geologists. Just listen to this nonsense. Who worked hard to pay his dispersing billions of tax dollars. You would help people like the guy you just saw who worked hard to pay his debts. And then 
If you really wanted to go forward with debt forgiveness, and you could make an argument for Jiminy that, Glick. who'd you award it to? Well, you would award it to people who might conceivably improve the country you live in. Who would that be? Well, let's see. Dental and veterinary students, structural engineering majors, people who did something useful in college. But you would never in a million years even consider giving a tax subsidy to lawyers or gender studies majors or diversity administrators. Why? Because you don't want more of those people. We have way too many of them already. And then you would never send money to anyone who supported BLM riots or anyone who claimed on Twitter that America is a systemically racist country. Okay, so anyway, he's, wow. uh, you know, nationalism testing who gets it and who's contributing and who really, it's, are you a fascist who is willing to work for the cause or not? That's it, who it, deserves it. I think there are a couple different conversations going on at the same time. And it's like they're, they're like you said, they're all sort of fascist in nature, but it's like, well, we're not talking about just debt because of the accrued interest that people take on. Like it's one thing to have $40,000 in student loan debt, but then all of the interest tacked onto that, like it easily becomes yeah. 89,000, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. And so that, like, that's the primary issue on, on one hand. And then on the other hand, there's the, you know, the idea of like, th there are people who are deserving and there are people who are not deserving. Right. And that's like the, the complete emphasis of that that hierarchy because we know he's talking about miners and engineers like we we know who people he's who work talking on fracking about. fields yeah and shit. yeah and yeah yeah not people who are like trying to be like understand american society better to help progress the country by like you know writing about it and we're like oh really to people who support riots that's such a obviously right. bad faith argument but yeah i think it goes hand in hand with sort of what they're trying to do which is essentially just say that there are people like you're saying pe there are people that deserve and there is a group of people who don't deserve shit just so you know they don't give a fuck what they're saying they don't deserve a fucking thing yeah that's why like it kind of you know was bugging me yesterday when we were talking about this this plan from biden which is like if you're pursuing something that is a is about equity or it's supposed to be equitable that means you're you're operating from the premise that every single person is deserving right like right. just as a concept. So to then do some shit like, well, you get a little bit if you make this much and then this much if you get that. I'm like, that's not equitable. You know, like you really need to have some debt relief as a treat. Right. Exactly. Right. When it should just be if you're if your main focus is equity, equality, then you have to operate from the place that every single person deserves said thing, whether that's healthcare, whether it's an education or whatever and mucking around with it. I mean. You know, I get it. There's there's plenty of write ups now. I'm like, you, you, you got to give it up for him. Yes, I know a lot of people are actually getting really like tangible relief. However, the point is to try and do something that is going to create equitable playing field for people who, you know, unfortunately had to go into debt because they're trying to break their generational cycles of not being able to go to college. It, I think there's a misconception that or like a thing that I forget a lot is that they know what they're like the conservatives when they're arguing they won't say say this but they know what they're doing and they know why they're doing it like they, there's a thing that kind of started going viral this quote from roger freeman who is like a economist and you know an advisor to the nixon administration and ronald reagan yep that's exactly what i was gonna bring up yeah and he he said basically we're uh, uh, this is actually a direct quote 
We're in danger of producing an educated proletariat. That's dynamite. We have to be selective of who we allow to go through higher education. And his point being like, because at the time, you know, we, we talk about this all the time that boomers are like, what, what are you talking about? I worked my way through college. And it's like, yeah, because your college didn't cost shit or you had like a free college education because you like went to a local school like that doesn't exist for people anymore. You cannot get a college education like you did without going into like lifelong debt. And mm -hmm. th that is specifically by design and that the design is we can't have everybody getting educated because that's going to lead to people knowing and writing like you you mentioned being able to like write things and think things like that that is going to lead to people equity in education and equity in education is going to lead to people recognizing that this is an unjust society right they're like we can't have a bunch of neos walking around the matrix exactly you know what i mean we need more people to be in their battery bubbles and i hate to use the fucking matrix for that but no, i mean it's it, good it, miles you were saying that you want me to you, take man. the red pill yes been bro me just try time. it just take a couple <laughs> licks off of it and see where it goes you don't have to take the whole thing just see where it goes but yeah it's it's so true and we've seen this systemic you know, dismantling of our public education system occur like slow motion over the last few decades. And again, that's why I'm like, I, I keep, I, we can only express so much gratitude to people that are educators because they're also trying to make the situation untenable for the people who even bother to show children and students fucking compassion and like a concept of like education that is like worth pursuing. Uh, yeah, it's... See no, totally. Goes. I had this. I had this thought the other day that was like, because we know that nothing's going to be done about, or more or less, you know, as far as safety implementations go, they're not going to do shit about mass shooters. And I had this thought that like, they don't even need to defund education if they make the conditions so unbearable for yeah. teachers that they leave the industry entirely and just let the you know let the thing collapse on itself. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then go and then immediately move to their privatization model, which they'd love to, in which case fucking the Koch yeah. brothers will tell you that, you know, slavery never happened. And uh, the, actually the people that were living here, the indigenous people lived, they actually wanted to be converted to Christianity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And if you make a lot of noise or keep talking in class or point out that any of this is bullshit, we have we'll another teacher. It is a drone. Uh, it has a taser on it. Yeah, it'll shock your ass right. And yeah. actually, I don't I don't know if y'all know about this. This is funny, kids. We talk about Thanksgiving. That's coming up. And we talk about the exchange between the the, the pilgrims, <laughs> or some people call them colonizers. We don't like that word. The yeah. pilgrims came, and they were t uh, hanging out with the Native Americans. And really, Thanksgiving was them saying, the, the Native American people saying, thanks for giving us a new religion right. and a new way of thinking. That's what the first story was about, folks. Thanks right. for giving. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad happened. And, uh, <laughs> and everything again. was absolutely perfect. And everything was fine. Uh -huh. And everything was fine. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. 
Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And I want to talk about, like, some pop academia, some, like, some of the most popular nonfiction books of the past 10, 15 years. Some of them are by Steven Pinker. Uh, he had a book, like, The Better Angels of Our Nature. And it was basically an argument that, like, everything has gotten so much better from basically prehistory to, like, the modern day. It's just gotten better and better and better. And then Yuval Noah Harari released Sapiens, which got people's attention because it, like, talked about this thing called the wheat trap, which was basically that, like, you know, agriculture actually, like, made our lives bad in some ways. but 
then he just cites what Pinker said for that, like crime used crime and like war used to rule the land and everything was brutal. And therefore we need this shit. Basically like their version of history before police and armies is a horror movie. Like they're just like, yeah, like 30% of people, like when you look at the skeletons, 30% of them have arrows or chainsaws through the skull because it was bad back then. So, and I remember like reading that and being like, that is, that's the underpinning of the whole thing. The whole Mm -hmm. argument for Western culture is that like back then everything was more violent and like the the thing that like Western civilization is protecting us from is like an existence as a horror movie. And I, I think this is how people want to believe things are first of all, because these are both like best-selling books, but also because when you look at our movies that are either set in the distant past, like, you know, the Northmen game of Thrones, apocalypto, like movies like that. Oh, my favorite movie. Braveheart. Also my favorite director, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you look at what happens in movies when like society breaks down, like Mad Max or like every zombie movie, it's always immediately like kill or be killed, you know, just death and destruction and terror. Like that is, I think, just generally the ambient understanding of how the world works. And it's like I understand like they, they've they done a good job of constructing this argument. The only problem is it's not true. Like it's it's just not true. They used a sample from like a handful of the most warlike like points in history and used that to draw their statistics. It's it's not true. The, the world before like all of these civilizations before. Before Western Europe? Before Western civilization started abstracting human beings and, like, making decisions based on massive, like, groups of people as if they were just numbers on a spreadsheet or an abacus. I don't know what the fuck they used back then. (laughs) Thank you. Like, before that, people were, people's lives were actually better in a lot of ways and their art was interesting. And we, you know, we talked yesterday about like how culture gets erased or ignored. And this is, this is just one of the ways that like, I don't know. I I just want to make sure that people understand that there is so much interesting history of civilizations that don't look anything like our horror movies or our like, fantasy movies or our history movies they're beautiful and interesting and complex and collaborative and they aren't constructed and they don't have the same structures as our societies and like we should be studying them and reading about that and not the, all this like bullshit and death and destruction right. that just but they didn't reiterates have, they, they didn't have wi-fi lot. though they didn't have wi-fi right. or they'll be like they didn't have toilets. And you're like, they actually <laughs> did have sanitation systems. And they're like, oh. When Western colonizers came to the New World, the people, like what they called the New World, you know, the people who lived here, the indigenous Americans were like, these people smell like shit. That is yeah. the one thing that you get repeatedly is that they smell like shit, look like shit, and are filthy. And like they, they, 
were They're had diseased. a better way of life. The only reason that they lost was because they didn't have any protection for all of the diseases that the Westerners were bringing over with them because they lived among pig shit for thousands of years. It's the sort of like intentional ignorance that they have to put people in. Like we see this all the time. It's like I always compare society like to the fucking the village where it's like, exactly. look, believe what I'm telling you right now. Do not look beyond these walls because it's so scary. And really, I'm saying that as a method to control you, because if you look out there and you see the truth, you might be like, I don't want to fucking live in this dusty ass village. The fuck is this? Right. You know what I mean? And this is the same thing, like to completely shelve any understanding or concept of how advanced like ancient civilizations were just in service of this idea of like, yeah, but thank God for like the, the like colonization of the earth from Europeans, because that's really what got this thing moving. Right. Uh, and I think it's yeah, it, it, we completely we missed the point when we have so much to learn from like actually advanced uh, civilizations just because of, you know, like where they are in the timeline. It's very easy to dismiss it, I guess, mm -hmm. with this sort of concept of like, it was all chaos though, man. It was all chaos. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it, it, like, I think colonization and capitalism has to justify itself in its own existence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, well, we brought you civilization and it's like, you, you didn't, you interrupted another society's yeah. civilization. I'm like, Yo, what would this place if y'all let the Maya cook? Right. You know, what's that yeah. look like? What's yeah. that? What's that world look like? What do these worlds look like where like indigenous civilizations did not have to fucking unfor the unfortunate misfortune of crossing paths with Europeans? What does the world look like at that point? Yeah. Because like, I have the feeling. Kind of yeah, right. Exactly. I'm like. You look at how advanced some of these civilizations are. You're like, man, these motherfuckers had fucking universal healthcare. <laughs> like, yeah. that was a fucking articulated right. Yeah, they and one of my favorite things they uh, that was like very common in the Americas before you know disease came through and wiped everyone out, and also and then the Finally, Westerners came through and yeah. finished the job with just outright brutal violence was. They would switch roles like you. You got to be some societies. You got to be like the king for the fall. But then you get you just like went back to being, you know, every there were they had like a stratified society with like different classes and social roles. But you just switched every season, like based on just randomness. And yeah, it was like, yeah, out. that's. I get to be like the rich guy who lives in a, a mansion next year. And I'm psyched for that. That'll be fun. Except everybody treats you like shit when you are that person. <laughs> because <laughs> like they're just like, ah, fuck that guy. He's yeah. like, thinks he's better than us. The police, by the way, like, you know how they talk about that surgeons like shared working spaces and oftentimes were the same profession as barbers like back in the day? Okay. Well, the thing with police were shared professions with clowns during a lot of these civilizations because it was basically like, I mean, you can tell people what they should and shouldn't be doing, but you better be like real funny about it and like not expect them to take you seriously in the least bit. Mm. And like that, I don't know. There's, there's just like a lot of things from these ancient civilizations. I, I, I got a lot of this from uh, the dawn of everything, which I talk about a lot, but it's a very good book. But there's there's other really cool 
works. And I'm going to link off to an article that just pulls apart the whole Pinker world view in like some a few very short passages where it's just right. like, here are the different civilizations he was looking at. Here's why like this doesn't make sense. War was very uncommon at this time. Some of these assumptions he's making, he's like actually moving it like a millennia earlier than it actually was because war was something that was invented and like grew from there. But you like it is a fairly recent phenomenon that had to be invented. And before that, people were were doing all right. Like people people were doing pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah, the couple of the couple of comments that I've seen a lot, particularly on TikTok with the native creators that I'm following, it's like, you know, it's when socialism or communism is when no iPhone. And it's like we develop these tools to communicate, you know, naturally over time, like assuming that capitalism is the end all be all of cre- of human ingenuity just completely ignores like thousands of years of like productive living and like ease of living you know the reason we we have a lot of these tools is because life is much harder for us like we're not as home as often you know i don't remember where it was but it was somebody talking about like how we work harder than medieval peasants and (laughs) you know the perception of like well shit they had it really hard Medieval peasants had a much better work-life balance. Oh, yeah. They, like, really had a lot of downtime and were chilling a lot of I want to put on my fucking leather ear flap hat. That's what I always think of of a medieval peasant. <laughs> Just like covered in leather mud. Scully with leather a ear, hat, ear flap, ear flap yeah. hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laying around in hay. But they yeah. were fucking, like, most of the time. You know, it's like the village where you have yeah. your perspective is fully encapsulated and indoctrinated into this viewpoint. And don't you dare look outside of it. Yeah. Like uh, I was connecting it to the land back movement. So like mm-hmm. the the movement to, you know, I don't want to say give because it, it, it implies like ownership. Right. But, you know, returning indigenous land to indigenous peoples. And like the the sort of pushback is like, well, I'm not going anywhere. And it's like that is your perspective through this colonized filter. You're assuming this is the assumptions of what you would do. Yeah. You know, as like somebody who's still in a Western mindset of like, well, if I'm getting this land back, I'm kicking everybody off. And it's like, that's, that's such a limited perspective of how to see the world and each other. Mm -hmm. And this idea that like, you know, humans are in competition with each other constantly. And it's like, have you ever been in a natural disaster or had like an emergency where you needed other people to help you? Yeah, like that is. I, show up. I think what our true nature is is like, oh shit, you're you're kind of struggling. Well, I have the means to help you. Let me help. Yeah, yeah, that's how people treat each other in a disaster, not what you see in zombie movies. Like that's that's the story that goes untold. Is people yeah. show up for each other? Well, because yeah, if if the if the binary is Wi-Fi or violence. You know, that helps people be like, OK, don't don't do anything to fuck this up, because if if we upend this, then it's going to lead to this thing, which yeah. I've been fully inoculated with, with this idea, this concept that to abandon this model means utter chaos and violence right. when really we are living in utter chaos and violence and we need to abandon this model for something different. Yeah. Well, Derek. Truly a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist, as always. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? 
uh, all my socials are just my name. So if, if they're doing a video, you can see how my name is spelled on the TikToks, on the grams, on the Twitters. Yeah, yeah. Wait, spell it for them because we're not doing, we're, we're broke boys. We're not doing video. We don't like do video. <laughs> Come on. Video's like the, the video's like the new thing. We're the old thing. <laughs> like we gotta get there we gotta get to 20 it's weird because i was like i like i feel the need to dress up and like if i'm gonna be on camera i want to look good yeah 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 well, you always look good man you're no. never slipping yeah oh but uh spell it for him d-e-r-r-i-c-k yeah yeah D- two r's i-c-k l-e-m-o-s like lemons but no m there you go and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying yeah, I think all of the all of the people calling out folks who got PPP loans forgiven. Yeah, right. Just like every single one of them is against you know student loan relief, and it's like mm-hmm. you got fifty thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars of of PPP oh, loans forgiven. Me, mm. <laughs> uh, Miles. Where can people find you? What is a tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also check uh, Jack and Miles out. On Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Had to switch it oh, up yeah. on you. Mm. And what else we got? Oh, yeah. If you like 90 Day Fiance and getting high, check me getting high and talking 90 Day Fiance <laughs> on 420 Day Fiance. It's a great combo with Sophia Alexandra. A uh, tweet I like. Uh, just one tweet today. Uh, it's from Zach Dunn at Zach B. Dunn tweeted, new James Bond movie. James, if you can't overcome your generational trauma, you'll never discover what it means to truly sacrifice. <laughs> old james bond movie my name is rebecca ass <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> rebecca ass <laughs> that would be dope if that was like the direction they took the new bond movies is that they're just basically like the old ones like fully linkedin yeah, porn right. quality writing and sexual innuendos <laughs> Let's see. Trash Jones tweeted, so embarrassing that Jesus loves me. I barely think about him at all. (laughs) And uh, D.L. Mayfield, I had mentioned this observation, but I want to give credit where it's due. D.L. Mayfield tweeted, the Bible is unclear about a lot of things, but not predatory loans. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy today? Oh, man, you got to check out this new album from Domi and J.D. Beck. You've probably seen this duo on social media a lot. They're like J.D. Beck plays drums. Domi's a keyboard player uh, and I believe also plays sax. But she's both of them are on another level as musicians. Like they are like they're nobody's really fucking with them. I mean, sure historically like herbie hancock is on this album because that's how good of a keyboard player she is and they're just like their jazz style so this album that they just put out is really dope it's called not type um (laughs) and this track that we're gonna listen to is called two shrimps and it's featuring mac demarco and yeah just check this out they got fucking they're they're just nasty on their instruments and a lot of their time like when you see them play they're like just shredding 
but this one they're a little more restrained kind of giving you really dope songs uh so the whole album is really cool so check this one out two shrimps domi and jd beck all right well the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is going to do it for us this morning we'll be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we will talk to you all then bye bye Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.